Thank you for tuning into Stepping Stones of Faith. Stepping Stones of Faith is a ministry of Claytonville United Brethren Church. Our service times are as follows. Sunday morning Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship starts at 10.30 a.m. If you would like to join us for any of these services, our address is 106 Elizabeth Street, Claytonville, Illinois, 60926. We hope to see you this morning. We have to be, we have to self-examine. When I'm in the church, when I preach on Sunday, and if, Shannon, if you've watched any of my sermons and I, I say things, I say the same things over and over again. Get in the Word of God. Pray. Seek. Self-examine. All the time. Because if you don't do those things, how are you ever going to change? That's right. And we have to be willing to do that. Be willing to do that. Amen. Because if we don't, what are we doing? You know, if I'm not willing to change, and I'll just bring this out and then, then I'll go on to the next thing. But if I'm not willing to change, then what? there's no reason to continue this broadcast. Right. And if I'm not willing to change, there's no, there's no reason to continue to be a pastor to try to get people to change. If I'm not willing to change, how can I invoke other people to do the same thing? it's it's a it's a model of management i'm a management i have a management degree that's my that's my formal school study is business management if you want uh change change the ambiance or environment in your office it's got to come from the top down if if you want better attitudes if you want if you want better if you want positivity in the office instead of negativity in the office it's got to start with you. It's got to start with me. We've got to model that behavior. You've got to, we, we have to, and, and to do that, you got to sit down and say, okay, I want the office to not be so negative. So am I a negative person? You got to be honest with that. Mm -hmm. Am I a person who, who is, is bitter, angry all the time? You got to be honest with that. Same thing with God. You, you want, you want God to move in your life. You want God to, to, to touch your life, minister to you. You got to sit back and say, do I foster an environment in my own sanctuary, my own body, my own person? Do I foster a, a desire to, for God to move mm -hmm. and to touch my life? Or am I doing that which God does right. not want me to do because I'm doing what I want to do? So it, it is important if you want to see things happen in your life and i'm not i'm not talking prophetic or or you want god to bless you send me a hundred dollars god will bless you with a hundred fold i'm not saying that if you want god to do the what society would consider minute things if you want to see your son saved your your spouse saved if, if you mm. want to see your 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 children get filled with the holy spirit you want to see change in your home, change in your workplace. God's the only one that's going to do it with, with help from, you know, you're, 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 you're going to do it with help from God, but you have to put forth the work. And I, and Shannon, I think a lot of times when people are, are faced with the work it's going to take, they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's what we need to. That's what we need to pray. Right, that's what we need to praise Him through it, and that's yeah. just—it's a continual act. It's learned. It's not something that comes uh, natural to us. Really, it's not. We're our, we're we're human beings. We're a lot about ourselves. So this is 
turning the tables totally around and saying, Lord, I'm going to praise you because you're, you're going to bring these things to fruition. You're the only one that can touch my family's life. You're the only one that can touch this sickness in someone. It's not, you know, uh, it's not me, but it's because you're, you're living within me and you're, you're asking me to pray that that's what I do. And I'm, I, I try to, you know, live by that day after day. But it's in praising him that I think we begin to see uh, th that fruition come to light. Our eyes start to get enlightened because we're praising God. Mm -hmm. If we're praising God, we're in his presence because he loves the present. He, he loves the present, the, the praises of his people. So that means he's around when we're praising him. And I think, too, and I think, too, it, it comes down to this. I mean, you know, we have relationships uh, other than other than spouses. We have we have interpersonal relationships with, and relationships with each other and relationships with other people. We can have feelings about, well, I wish that guy would just get his act together, straighten mm. out, you know, and mm. and you know, but but and and that might be a warranted kind of thief feeling. But then we have to turn it around and say, well, what do I need to what do I need to get past? Mm -hmm. What do I what am I am I am I fostering an attitude that would encourage that change? Okay, mm. and what I mean by that is in in our own in our own desire to help somebody we could say things like you need to change you need to you need to straighten your act up is that is that really negative or is that positive is that positive or is that negative so you see you see this is this whole thing's going in a different direction than we i think we personally intended for this to go but but in that in that situation that that um that examination it really gets down to or should anyway gets down to your innermost being of who you are you know if you if you allow god to do that if you mm -hmm. allow god to say in your heart this is who you are mm -hmm. in in that innermost part that innermost dungeon of your heart this is who you are and this is what needs to be rooted out and if you're willing to allow god to go mm -hmm. that deep with you then real change will happen and see, and, and, and praising God through that, through that is so important because praise God that God gave you the you ability go. to see, you know, because sometimes we have those dark dungeons and we don't even realize it's there. So praise God that right. he, able, he was able to show you this is what, this is where this is coming from. So praise him for that right. conviction. But yes, praise him. But then also, not only just praise him for that, but put the rubber against the road and go with it. Change it. You know, it's like a weed. Turn. I use weed weed analogies all the time. You, you can sit there and say, yep, there's a weed there. There's a weed there. When the weed is that big, you pull it out. It's like nothing. But I did an experiment. I, you've probably heard this before. And I probably told you this before. I did an experiment under our bay window. I let the weeds go all summer. Sermon experiment looked like terrible in front of our house but it was a sermon experiment i let the weeds grow so long that they were bent under the window i mean it was like you know and i tried to pull it out you know what i had to do i had to get a shovel and dig it out the root was about if you can see that six inches eight inches long yeah. and when i pulled that out 
dug it out. The, the weed, the, the root was intact. There was nothing left, but there was a lot of damage to the soil, a lot of damage mm-hmm. to the soil. And there was a lot of overturned soil and a lot of things. Don't you think that does that to our spiritual as well? When we sure. leave that go, we God has to dig it out and it's going to damage mm-hmm. some things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, yeah, you can heal and you can get better. But for a while, things are going to be damaged. Mm-hmm. Things are going to things are going to be wrecked. You're going to need God to heal some things. And that might sure. be relationships. That might be spiritual spiritual walk with him and yourself. It might be, but it will heal. But if you root it out in the beginning, it's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. so praising God for that ability to see where that is and then changing it right off the bat. Sure. is is so important because if we let sure. it go and say oh i'm not going to do uh i like my beer or, oh, i like my drugs or oh, i like my bitter attitude or oh, i like my nasty way i talk or whatever the case you do that and god finally gets to you and you finally listen to god mm-hmm. it's going to take do some damage you're going to have to mm-hmm. really repent and you're going to have to really repair some things and it's going to be a hard road back so Good. Anyway, that's that's all I've got to say about that. I know we kind of went went off the beaten path there, <laughs> but it all it all plays in. I mean, if we praise God sure. for those things, mm. just as praising God for the victories, praising God for the convictions, because sure. we we know God convicts us for the purpose of making us better, and not giving for, Him glory and giving Him glory for it. Because if yeah. we if we um, if God does something in us and then we say, well. God beat me up one side down the other. I'm mad at God. Well, you're different. You're better. So you should be giving God glory for that. Not, not trash talking God for, for bringing you back to the right place. Sure. But, but that's pretty much what I had to say about that. So verse, uh, verse three, then we didn't do, we we did verse three, but I'll go ahead and reread it because we kind of got off track. It says, praise him for Mm -hmm. his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Uh, praise verse two. Uh, praise him for the sound of the trumpet. Praise him for the lyre and the harp. Verse four. Praise him for the tambourine and the dancing. Praise him for the stringed instruments and the fruit. Verse five. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Now, mm-hmm. you want me to get? I'll go ahead and give it over to you. You've got some things on those. And we'll kind a, of yeah, just a few, man, and then I'll, I'll hand it back right over to you, brother. I just said, as as we see all these instruments are mentioned here, so we understand that there's a number of instruments listed here. Um, it's just like an orchestra. If, if, if you've ever listened to an orchestra, that's what I think of when I'm reading all these, um, when I'm reading all these instruments. And then you start to think of how all these instruments work together. I'm not an instrument major. I'm not a song major. I'm not, you know, I'm not... I'm not that person, you know, that, that that would do all those types of things. But I can see with my own eyes that as as I'm reading through these different instruments, that I can just almost, uh, in, in a creative sense, in my heart and in my mind, I can hear all these instruments working together. Listen, if 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 the trumpet and the harp and the and the dance and all that was going on. And it wasn't going on in a 
a good way and it was just all distorted, it really wouldn't do what the, you know, what the musicians wanted to have to, to do. You know, if we were singing, if people are, and I people do sing off key and that's okay. Sing to the Lord, really. But when you put all these things together, they begin to work together for the glory of God, for the praising to Jesus, to praise the Lord with all these things. I think that God give gifts to, to, um, to play each and every one of these instruments. And when God gives you a gift like that, you must, and I, I wish I was that gifted. I think if I sat down with my son and uh, we played guitar, if he showed me, if he had enough patience to teach me how to play guitar, that I could learn, you know, a guitar. But I just, you know, I haven't had that opportunity. But I don't, I'm not gifted in that. But there are some, like my son is very gifted at playing the guitar. And he's moving in, you know, he's moved into diff different instruments. He's tried playing, you know, different instruments. So when you have that gift, use it to praise God. If I could, if I could say anything else to you about these three, three or four verses, uh, about the instruments, please pick up whatever instrument he's whether you have it, unless you you know you can't speak, but you have an instrument and that's your mouth. You can sing praises unto the Lord. You can give him praise and honor and glory. You can just continue to do that, like the angels, like you talked about the angels doing uh, in heaven and the cherubim and things like that. You know, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. That is music. That is praise to God's ears. If he's got angels in heaven doing that around him, how much more should we? I mean, I know they're created beings also, but we're created here in the image of God. How much more should we be praising him, even just with our mouth? Those that can't play an instrument. But I did want to read one quote from Charles Spurgeon, and I think I give one just about every time we do one of these walk through the Psalms. But he says, uh, quoting Charles Spurgeon, <clears throat> as, as you point out, the trumpet is the first on this list. And you'll see it. It says, Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. That is the that's the first instrument we talk about. He talks about here. Uh, the quote is: "The sound of the trumpet is associated with, uh, excuse me, with the grandest and most solemn events in Jewish history, such a, uh, such as giving of the law. Whenever the giving of the law came, there was trumpets sounding." Um, also, the proclamation of Jubilee. You know what Jubilee is, Pastor Josh. Every yes. 50 years, they would have Jubilee. Uh, the coronation of Jewish kings, they would blow a trumpet. If we remember, uh, when we look back at David, uh, someone else tried to take the spot for David uh, as, as king. And they, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, someone tried to take the spot for Solomon as king after as, as David was just getting ready to pass, what they do, they blew a trumpet to signify that, um, that, that the king, that King Solomon was going to be the next king. In war, in raging war, you hear trumpets. It's a call. They may have a certain call of the trumpet. It is thought of in reference to, and now when I'm, we're still talking about the trumpet, of the coming of the Lord, his second coming and raising of the dead. 
let us remember when we praise the Lord, it will not be a quiet event. For those of you that don't believe in that, I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings here on this broadcast, but those of you that don't believe that we should use instruments and we should just sing a cappella, and there's nothing wrong with that, folks. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I see for myself in the Word of God, there is instrument upon instrument upon instrument that we can use to give praise and honor and glory to God. It, the praise that comes from us uh, should shake the pillars in our buildings. And I know that that physically sometimes you think, oh, that couldn't happen, but I believe it can. But if, if, if we're not doing that, not only should it shake the pillars like, you know, in, in our buildings, but really it should shake the pillars in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. praise to God should just shake us. I have had moments, Pastor Josh, when I am just so full of the presence of God around me. And, I, and, and most of the time it's in a sanctuary, in a church. Uh, where I'm, I, I'm having corporate worship with some, some people, that the Spirit comes in so heavy, the presence of God comes in so heavy, that I can literally feel my heart fluttering because God is so real. It's almost like, am I, am I getting ready to, to die? But I just can't yeah. help but praise you know. So remember that our praise needs to come from our heart. It needs to be just given over to God on a daily basis, whether that means you're having a good day, a bad day, or indifferent. But remember that we can use instruments just like we see listed here to do so. But the one of the biggest instruments you have is your mouth. Everyone can, everyone that can speak, and I, I, maybe some can't speak, but everyone that can speak has an instrument in which they can praise the Lord. So go ahead. Yeah. One of the things here, too, that that I liked a lot about this passage was and and as you were talking, the Lord was bringing things into my mind and into my heart Mm -hmm. about these individual things, the trumpet, the lyre, the harp, the tambourine, dancing, stringed instruments, flute, cymbals and clanging cymbals in verse five. Uh, We all praise God differently. We all Mm -hmm. praise God in different Mm -hmm. ways. Some of us are like clanging cymbals. Some of us are loud and boisterous and boisterous and all those things. Some of us are as elegant as a flute. Some of us are as timid as a harp. Some of us are, you know, but but if you look at an orchestra, and I, I, I love orchestra music. I really do. It's something that maybe not, not a lot of people know about me, but I love listening to the London Philharmonic and all those things and how the different parts come together. If you watch an, watch an orchestra, there's a, there's a conductor in the front who's the conductor of the spiritual life. God, mm-hmm. Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The conductor guides different sections to start and come in. And when they all come in in this beautiful crescendo of mm-hmm. this wonderful I don't know how to explain it. It's beautiful, but it's a wonderful thing that just comes together at the crescendo of everything coming together, making a beautiful sound uh, to God. That's what God hears when mm-hmm. we put our things together. Some of us like, you know, I can't sing to save my life. Uh, I can't hold the tune in a bucket. Okay. But I praise God. Shannon praises God in his way. His wife praises God in her way. 
my wife praises God with my wife praises God in a very interesting way. My wife uh, finds herself in the presence of God and she begins to do sign language as worship. Mm. The, the only person I've ever met in my life that ever do that, but that's her way of worshiping God. And so you put all of those things together and God hears this beautiful orchestra crescendo of praise to him that's praise. what god hears mm -hmm. and when you, and and when you think about that uh and 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 i had brought this out to shannon before all these parts like shannon said are in an orchestra they all have to be working together to make it sound good uh mm -hmm. and we all are a, a temple we all are to worship we all are part of the orchestra so all these parts should be working in ourselves as well the Bible mm -hmm. says that we are to love the Lord your God with your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Mm -hmm. So that's every part of us. I mm -hmm. see the psalmist here saying that just as every part of the orchestra has to be working together to make a great sound, every part of us has to work together to be able to praise God in an effective mm -hmm. way. Yeah. You know, uh, because it is so important. So important. And, you know, we can get into semantics and about whether dancing is proper or dancing not proper. Right. Or, but we're not right. going to get into that. It all works together. It all works together to praise God. Just like that beautiful orchestra, that crescendo, all of that. That's mm -hmm. what God hears. That's what God sees. God sees the heart. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't listen to my, well, he does listen to my singing. And to him, it's beautiful. To me, I mean, my sons, they... They heard me singing something, and my one of my one of my sons said, "Oh goodness, turn that off, Dad! Turn that off! That's horrible." You know, but that but but that's not what God hears. That's not what right. God hears. And so it's yeah. it's all it's all about surrender. It's all about um, mm. uh, the willingness. It's all about that. And are we willing? Are we able to surrender? Right. Uh, you know. Um, it's a wonderful thing to praise God in the midst of trial, in the midst of victory. We praise God because he's there sure. either way, either way. He's Amen. There. So. Amen. So verse six. Verse six. All right. I have a word uh, in my Bible. It's called word wealth. And I do want to read it, but I want to read the verse first. Verse six says, let everything, I want to say it again, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so just, you know, it reiterates it over and over. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In this word wealth, now in, in this word wealth, it gives the strongest concordance um, explanation. It says it's, it's breath. So the word breath means obviously breath, breath of life. Uh breathing person or living soul just like you were just kind of uh talking about there just a little bit earlier brother this word breath first appears in genesis chapter 2 verse 7 where god breathed into man man's nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being this is the tender tender of account how man took his first breath aided entirely by the creator who shared his own breath with him. God literally taught man how to breathe. The psalmist here counsels everyone 
and everything that has breath to praise the Lord. Understand that, and we've said this many times on here, but I thought this spelled it out so much better than every time that we've said it, Pastor Josh, that everything that is within us needs to praise the Lord continually because he's the one that first put breath into us. Yeah, I remember um, one long time ago, I was going to church at the Assembly of God Church here in, in Watsika, and somebody mm-hmm. had a baby, somebody had a baby, and the baby was just cooing and going during worship, and somebody had mentioned something about, you know, that baby needed to, to quiet down during worship or whatever, and the I, I think it was one of those times where everyone was praying, and and and. I don't know if it was real silent or what, but there was a baby just cooing. It wasn't crying, just cooing and talking and stuff. And somebody had mentioned, somebody had mentioned, you know, that baby needed to keep quiet. And, and I loved Lawrence crawl. I love that man. Lawrence crawl looked at that person and said, why he's that, he's that baby's Lord too. Uh, And it was like, whoa, (laughs) you know, it was one of those things. And, and so, so, you know, you know, everything that has breath, that baby yes yes in its own way yes it could be viewed as praising god uh the birds absolutely you know the birds we've got birds that mm. sing in the morning we got we got things mm. going on you know birds sing he's their lord too you know mm-hmm. uh, creation praises god um just the just the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun that's uh, right every, it's it's all his creation points mm. back to the creator and mm. and it and it's important it's important to to do that it's important to understand that and when we when we uh don't do that you know it's some, we've we've said this before you know if we don't praise god the rocks will cry out okay? that's right so god's going to get glory Absolutely. because he's because he's god and he deserves it he mm. is he is um, worthy of it. And if we're not willing to do it, the rocks will do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that behooves us in that, that self-examination again. Mm-hmm. Am I praising God enough? That's good. You know, uh, it's important. That's it. It's, it's to, to the day I die, I will push <laughs> self-examination, self-examination, mm-hmm. because that's how you stay as my pastor that got saved under would say, that's how you stay under the spot where the glory comes out. Mm-hmm. You, you self-examine, you, you look at yourself and if there's anything that needs to change, start or stop doing, you apply that application. Absolutely. Application is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, let everything has breath. Praise the Lord. Am I praising the Lord? If God says you're not praising me enough, application is the key. Find a way to praise. Find that's right. it, you know. So and then, and then the very last part, praise the Lord. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why? Why? So so here's here's where I want to end with, and then you can you can either agree with me or or disagree. <laughs> but, but here's 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 what I want to end with. Okay. Now I always a lot of times in my sermons I'll say, What's the takeaway? So what's the takeaway? At the end it says praise the Lord. So mm-hmm. Starts with praise the Lord, ends with praise the Lord. What are we praising the Lord for? Number one, we should say we're praising the Lord for the fact that he is God. We praise him for that, praise him in his sanctuary, in the firmament of his power, 
because he is God. He is all powerful in the sanctuary. In our, our do we, do we praise God in his sanctuary within ourselves and within the church? Number one, okay. praise him for his mighty act, mighty acts according to his greatness. Do we praise God for who he is in our life? Whether we whether we uh, feel that God is moving in our behalf or not, do we praise mm-hmm. God for that? for the fact of who he is. Do we, and then the last, then the f- next three verses, do we praise him with all we have? Mm. Do we praise him with all we have? And number six, if we don't, the rocks will cry out. They will. First six. So those are the things I, I think we should ponder. We should look at, we mm. should grow in. We should, we should really try to, to self-examine and grow in those things. Mm-hmm. So, so, would you like to add anything or or compliment that with a with another uh, thought? Okay, I think you touched it all, Pastor Josh. All right. So anyway, this was walk through the Psalms, Psalm one fifty, and I want to challenge each and every one of you. If you uh, want to get into these Psalms, do your own study. These are great studies for us to do together. You can benefit from them for sure, but do your own study. Uh, mm take notes. I'm a, I'm a note taker when it comes to these kinds of things. I know Shannon is too. He's got a big journal to prove it. Um, mm-hmm. But take notes, study God's word, get into his word, not just with the Psalms, start with the Psalms, but all through the scripture, study, take Amen. notes, pay attention to your sermons at church, pay attention to your pastor, uh, pay it, you know, do those things, get into where you can do those kinds of things. And so that's my Amen. encouragement for you. Self-examine on a regular basis, daily if possible. That's what I do daily, sometimes moment by moment, <laughs> just depending on my depending on where my heart is. All right. So do those kinds of things as well. But uh, but uh, just just allow God to move, allow God to be your high priest, and, and allow Him to minister to you. Now, you can hear this uh, podcast on my podcast platform at any major podcasting platform. Type in Stepping Stones of Faith. It's there uh, as well. It will be there. It's not there yet. It will be there. And uh, uh, check it out and see uh, if it's there. Uh, You can also uh, visit us on uh, Facebook, Claytonville United Brethren Church on Facebook, as well as uh, Stepping Stones of Faith Facebook page. All these things are there as well. So do those things. God bless you. I want to leave you with a blessing today that God would bless you in your life and in your ministries and in the things you do, Shannon, especially in your ministry and your, you and Becky's ministry. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Well, for Shannon Bale. Over here in in Illinois, Shannon's over in South Africa. God bless you, and we will see you next time on Walk Through the Psalms. God bless. Thank you for listening to Stepping Stones of Faith. I pray that you find value in this content. You can also find an audio podcast of this program on all the major podcasting platforms. Just type Stepping Stones of Faith into the podcast search bar. Once again, I'm Pastor Josh. Thank you for joining me today.